Hey everyone, welcome to the Whole Human Podcast. I'm Coach K, expert teacher turned master coach, and I'm changing the game in the health and fitness world. This podcast is where you learn real strategies to make your health support your life, not stifle it. This means that we dive deeper into the thoughts that create the actions and results that you want. No more battling your brain or your body, just the right steps and all the progress. Every episode has an actionable takeaway to make health fit you. So hit subscribe and I'll meet you here every Tuesday. Let's get after it. Welcome to episode 65 of the Whole Human Podcast. This podcast is going to be one that I promise will change your life. As I was writing the outline for this, I just had this realization that this podcast will probably be one of the most important ones that I've ever recorded in terms of going into your brain and filling it with truly helpful, actionable things that can take you from stagnant in your goals to absolutely having success in a minor week. And so I'm so super excited about the return of on investment of listening to this podcast and putting these small tweaks into action because it's insane the massive change these things have made in my own life, but I've been able to give to my community and have them make this change over and over and over. And it truly changes their life as well. But before we get into all of that, I just have to say, I have been loving on the holiday season so much. I love the holiday season. I love Christmas. People know me in my circle as a Christmas fanatic and people are like, oh, you only have four trees up in your house this year. People are very surprised. (laughs) But uh, this year, because we traveled so much and I talked about that on the last podcast episode, but we didn't even get to start watching Christmas movies until after Thanksgiving. And normally we start them in like October. We have a list of 50 movies that we love to get through or at least work on. I don't know if we've watched all 50 ever once, but getting a late start definitely means we're not watching all 50 this year. And so we didn't get to start until after Thanksgiving, which is really late for us, but I got sick the week after Thanksgiving. And so that did give us some time to catch up because we, on those days, I was the sickest I've been in a long time, but I was watching like three a day. So that was really, really great. But I wanted to share with you, if you have not yet watched this one holiday thing, you absolutely have to. It is my favorite thing that I have watched this year. Have you seen Hannah Waddingham's Christmas special? When I tell you that I have watched it five times in the last two weeks, I am not lying. And that's only the times I've watched it because you can also download it. It is on my Apple Music and I have listened to it. I don't know how many times. It is so beautiful because you can truly and honestly tell that she is loving every moment up there, that it is all so much fun for her. And she's basically just like having a ball, doing something she loves with her friends. And also her conviction when she sings is just like, even just talking about it, I can feel the energy and like the beauty of it in my body right now, not to mention her skill. It blows my mind every single time. Her true joy and her skill together literally makes my eyes wet, makes my eyes wet. I get goosebumps every single time she does Oh Holy Night. I can't even like, if we're playing it in the house and maybe I got up to get a glass of water, I can't. I just have to sit and I have to watch it. And I've cried twice listening to it. And I don't even cry much, especially not to music. So you must watch it immediately. 
right when you finish this podcast, do a little journal, do your homework, and then go watch Hannah Waddingham's Christmas special. If you did watch Ted Lasso, you will also be very happy because there's some fun little cameos, but you will be so, 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 so happy and so thankful that you did it. All right? And then let me know when you did so that we can just live this happy Christmas holiday Hannah Waddingham obsession together. I'm going to be here when I grow up. And so speaking of growing up, today I want to talk about the thing that is very, very important that you are going to use to change your life from now until you grow up and for the rest of your life forever and ever and ever. I want to talk about the language that we use. And language is so much more important than people think. And actually, John teases me all the time. And if we're ever like maybe in like a little tiff or in an argument, he'll get really frustrated with me and be like, you take things so literally. And it's not just me, it is our brains. I know what our brains are doing when we hear words, whether others say them or we're saying those words to ourselves. It matters a lot how we interpret something, create perspective around something, and therefore it will change how we feel about it and therefore will change our actions that we take on it. And our language is often the thing that is taking us from absolutely stagnant, from staying stuck to getting results and getting progress anywhere. I'm not just talking about your health life. I mean with anything. And I saw this so vividly when I was teaching. And when I began teaching teachers, this is one thing that I impressed upon teachers so much is the language that we use. It made all the difference in the world. Just think about a child, and maybe you remember this because a lot of people, I used to feel a real type of way, this is just a tangent, but I used to feel a real type of way when people say the education system sucks, school sucks, I hated school as a child, it was worthless, and things like that. I didn't learn anything, it wasn't helpful to me because it used to make me feel a type of way because I really truly felt and know, like I have evidence and proof, I literally did a research study based on it, but um, that the way that I taught was all of those things that so many people wish they had and what they needed. And a lot of it boiled down to language that we use. And also there was other things that ended up being a curriculum developer and a way that you approach things that is very, very different. And I taught things even, you know, like in second grade about like managing money and things like that. And so very, very different, but language was a key part of changing my students' lives. And it's the difference between, think about learning to read. And when a child is trying to learn to read, it's fucking frustrating. It's hard. It's confusing. There's so much to it. And so many kids just wanted to read the quote unquote big books. And you can change two words in a sentence and go from taking a child to feeling like an idiot, feeling like they hated school, wanting to call themselves stupid, to having the confidence to try to read again until they were successful. Just two words in a sentence can change the entire trajectory of a child's life with it. And knowing that is so important. And so I want to point out some words that I can almost guarantee you are using that are holding you back from reaching your goals, from having success with your goals. And just changing these words in the sentences that you can use can also change your trajectory of your life. Let's do it. These words are words that we don't use. They like go into the word graveyard. We don't use them in the whole university rebel community. These words are deserve, earn, should, 
good and bad. We literally do not use them at all. All of these words, when we use them immediately, turn off your ability to assess yourself and make a decision that is aligned to you and your life and your goals. When we use these words, they are so often followed by actions and thoughts that we have gotten an idea about from somebody else, a rule that we heard somewhere and that is programmed in our brain that we think we need to follow. So I want to break down these words today. So let's start with deserve and earn. Those ones often are interchangeable and are used in the same way. So often people think that if they do something hard or they do something time consuming, that they deserve to do the opposite of that thing, or they've earned time to do the opposite of those things. So one we see really, really awesome is that if you ate really, really well for a couple of days, then you deserve to eat something really shitty. If you ate really, really well, if you were eating vegetables for all week, then you've earned the ability for the weekend to just go balls to the wall and eat whatever the fuck you want and go crazy, right? If you worked out really, really hard at the gym for two days, then you deserve to sit around for the next two days. If you've worked out really, really hard, then you've earned the right to just sit around. But what we do when we say this is we're following a rule of somebody else and we're not stopping to tune into our body and say, what does my body need? Maybe you ate a bunch of vegetables and your body feels fucking great. And instead of just saying, I deserve because I ate vegetables to move on and eat, you know, five brownies, maybe your body wants to keep doing it right? There is no deserving or earning. It's tuning in and saying, what does my body want? Maybe your body's like, oh wait, I want more of that, right? Or maybe you ate a bunch of vegetables and instead of saying, well, I ate a bunch of vegetables, therefore I deserve to have five brownies. Maybe you tap in and say, what does my body want now? Maybe your body's like, that was not satisfying. That did not make me full. I did not think it was delicious. So then we get to choose and change and alter whatever group of vegetables, like it's just an idea or an example, right? But then we get to look at that and say, okay, how can we make that group of vegetables more satisfying, make you full, and we get to find something else to eat. Instead of deserving or earning a break, we need to tune in with our body and say, how does my body feel right now? If your body feels tired, then you rest. That is why you rest. If your body doesn't feel tired, you don't need to be lazy for two days. When we say deserve and earn, we stop listening to our body and we make an assumption, an assumption based on what someone else thinks, but the only person we should be listening to is our body and what it's telling us. And that's how we will find something that is aligned to what we need. We need to read our body instead of just assuming we deserved or earned something. Do you follow me? Can you see in your life where you've done this? I've done this before where people will tell me, oh, Kayla, you run so much, so you just earned the right to eat whatever you want. No, that's not fucking true because even if I run 10 miles a day, I could still, if I just ate brownies, I would feel like shit and my goal is to not feel like shit, right? I want to listen to my body and say, what will make me feel good? There's a lot of things that I ate while running that people would say, oh, I can't eat that because I don't run. You've earned that, right? And that's not the truth at all. It's what our body needs. It's what our lifestyle wants, what we want for our lifestyle, and also what our goals are and what they are aligned to. 
Hey, I'm interrupting this episode very quickly because I know that you've been listening in, picking up tips, applying the homework, and loving that each week. I also know you are here because you are ready to become your hottest, healthiest, and most confident self. So I want to invite you to join Whole University, where you will get stronger, gain energy, and be proud of and confident in your body using my unique whole human methods and framework, which means you get to keep all the things you love about life in your life while we get you results. 100% of the students who have gone through only the foundations of Whole You have lost weight, gained strength, improved their digestion, increased their consistency, and increased their confidence. And the results don't stop there. We take you all the way through to mastery of your health life, where you keep your results in a way that fits your life forever. Go to wholehumancommunity.com slash whole dash you join and we will see you inside. The next word is should. With the word should, we are ignoring what we want and literally doing what someone else said. And this is so problematic for so many reasons. Should is usually the word that brings us into massive restriction or overdoing something that burns us out. That's where should takes us into restriction or to burnout because we are doing something that doesn't feel good for ourselves. We get to define why we do things and what feels the best for you, the things that you like that match the life that you want and moves you in the direction of your goals. That's what we are aiming for. There is no should be doing something that someone else thinks we should be. So one big example is that I run into all the time with people who come into the whole the whole you community, our rebel community, a big rule that we need to break is people think they should be working out six days a week in the gym. But there are so many people who come in our community and they're like, I hate going to the gym, but I think I should. So then for three weeks, they go to the gym five days a week. They're completely burnt out and they hate their life. And then they give up and then they give up on their health all in like all together. Right. And instead we move that into saying, okay, what do you like doing? What do you like to do for movement? They're like, I love to hike. I love to play soccer. I'm like, okay, well, okay, scratch the gym. Let's play some fucking soccer. Let's go on a hike on the weekend. That is the movement that they need to be doing because it matches the things that they love and they're not gonna be burnt out because they enjoy that. And that will bring them just as much physical results. Actually, it will bring them more because they won't do it for only three weeks. They will do it for a year, two years, their life, and always stay moving and get that daily movement in. When we think about the reason why we need to be moving, it's because we want to feel energized. We want to feel strong, right? Maybe that's the reason why you do want to go to the gym. If you think, I want to get pull-ups, okay, well, Soccer's not going to do that, so let's create a way for you to get pull-ups, right? That is a different why. That is not a should. We want to make sure that it is aligned with our goal. So should is a big one, and it's my favorite one to fucking throw in the graveyard and get rid of and trash so that people can live a life that feels aligned to what they want. It's the same thing with food. People think, oh, I should order a salad because that's the smart decision. If you don't like salad, don't ever order a salad. There's so many other ways to get your vegetables in, to get fiber in or whatever you think your goal is. And again, instead of saying should, what is your goal? My goal is to eat something that is delicious. My goal is to eat 
I don't know, maybe in a certain caloric range so that I can lose weight. You don't have to get a salad to do that, right? And so there's so many other things that we can look at and see and feel for our bodies that erase the idea of should. Get rid of it. We build our own definition and our own reason why we are doing things. And then the last two words are good and bad. Good and bad create so much freaking shame and guilt. And shame and guilt are not motivating feelings. They do not bring us to a place that creates positive momentum. And that's one of the reasons why it is so stagnant towards our goals. Instead of food being bad, think about the purpose at which you want that food item. The purpose of food, oftentimes what people consider bad food, the purpose of that food is fun and to tickle your taste buds. If you know and say, ah, I want like, I just made myself cookie dough the other day. I made myself cookie dough because I wanted to tickle my taste buds and it sounded fun. That was my purpose. It is not a bad food because it aligned with what I want in my life. I wanted to have an enjoyable nighttime snack in my life that day. I made cookie dough. It's aligned. It is not bad. Instead of a food being good, oftentimes people associate good foods or use the word clean as in like basically like a raw vegetable, right? Or something like that. People would be like brown rice, raw vegetables, chicken breast. Like people think they have to do that as a good food, right? But instead of thinking about a food being good, this food makes my body feel energized and fueled. Go back a step. Instead of giving it a label, why would you eat that at all, right? I love a good, I like hot salads. It's when I put like hot vegetables on top of a bowl of greens because it makes me feel energized and fueled. I feel better when I have nutrients in my body. Same thing with like the soup I've been eating all winter. There's protein, there's potatoes, there's vegetables in there and it's delicious. So it both, both tickles my taste buds and fuels my body. Instead of saying something is good or bad, look at the reason why you are participating with that thing. The biggest part of not using these words anymore is that when we don't use them, we have to intentionally fill them with something else. And when we get the choice to intentionally fill them, that means we are intentionally moving towards the life that we want to live and the goals that we want to reach. Taking out these words helps us understand what we need more in order to reach our goals, what we need more in our body. And it releases that guilt. It releases that shame. It releases that restriction. It releases that burnout. And it feels freaking amazing and empowering. That is one of the biggest transformations that my rebel community gets. These are the rules that we are fucking breaking. We are not doing those things that are quote unquote good or bad or should or deserve or earn anymore. We are defining it all for ourselves to be aligned with ourselves and we love it here. Your homework today is to stop and see, journal, think, At the rest of your walk, where do you see yourself using these words? And where do you see that you are using these words and it's holding you back from your results, your success, your goals? I want to know. Message me on Instagram. Then the rest of your homework is to go watch the Hannah Waddingham Christmas special. You will enjoy it. Both of these things will change your life. I care about you. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Whole Human Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. I would love for you to head over to my Instagram at It's Kayla Jury and introduce yourself. Literally, please slide into my DMs. Getting to know you, the listener, is what will make these episodes even more special. I can't wait to hear from you.